3: Yet again, we start with the song I like, but don't know.
4: <laughs> yeah, this is a good one, too. Uh, it turns 28 years old today. In my not-so-humble estimation, the best album of the 90s. The refreshments, Fizzy, Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy, was released on this date, 1996. 1996. Senior in high school. <laughs> right? How'd you no, miss this junior. one, then? <laughs>
3: junior in high school at that point. I gotta. That math gets harder over time. Oh, I know. I know, think about it, a little I know more. it does.
4: Yeah, great record, though. Uh,
3: Welcome in here. So at this time tomorrow, with any luck, hopefully if they start on time, we will be listening to the news conference out of Arrowhead Stadium in which they are going to announce what the renovations will look like uh, if that 3 8 cent sales tax extension passes. This is the sale, the sales pitch it feels like. Yes. Absolutely.
4: They're a part of it. And it would know, be interesting to see how much noise the Royals make in these next couple of weeks. It's, you know, to see if they kind of keep up with the same level of push. Or if they're going to let the Chiefs kind of take the lead on this one, given the fact that, well, you know, two Super Bowl titles in the last two years makes a lot of people like you.
3: nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Even if you're not voting on this tax, and I know a lot of you are not, and that's Okay. What what would you like to see? We haven't gotten to talk about this in quite a while. What renovations, what changes would you like to see if that tax passes? But no doubt you are going to hear Chiefs and Arrowhead officials say, if you say yes on this tax, here's all the cool stuff you get to have. Look at the shiny things. if you say things. no, yeah. here's all the cool stuff you don't get to have. Sure. And,
4: you know, it's funny because my interest in this is to see if they buck the recent trend. And when I say recent trend, I'm talking about the last 20 years of renovations to stadiums that have been made around the country in this. Because in those... The overwhelming majority, especially in the football world, have been to lower the number of seats, which sounds counterintuitive, but raise the number of luxury boxes because that's where they make their money is selling those boxes. So if that's part of this announcement, I wonder how well that's going to go over.
3: I wanna talk about the history of the roof for a second Mm -hmm. because that was the first thing that people tweeted about yesterday was, why can't we have a roof? For those of you that haven't been um, around as long as when this happened, and I don't remember if I was here, this might've been right before I got here that this vote happened. So there was a vote back in 2008 And there were two parts to that vote. One was to again, extend the sales tax and the, and that passed by a pretty good margin. The other part of this was a $200 million plan to install a rolling roof that you could move between the two stadiums and that failed, although not by
4: a lot. So you said you wanted it, but you didn't pass it. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, whether there's any mention of that, of putting some kind of temporary cover or rolling cover over the stadium, that's one of the things that I've seen a lot of chatter online about recently is that uh, the, the reason to go ahead and do that with a climate like we have here is it could potentially entice the NFL to give us a Super Bowl.
3: Which is what for? Yes. Um, if there's a reason to, boy, there are a lot of moving parts to this vote now. All of aren't a sudden, there? Right? Yeah. Um, because that's we can't get a Super Bowl without a cover on the stadium because we get snow in February. Some not this February, but often <laughs> we get snow in February. Although we might get it later today. We could get it tonight? Literally. Yeah. Right. Um, so if you get a roof, we can get a Super Bowl. And given that we've won several of these lately, it would be kind of neat to get a Super Bowl.
4: And it is. I mean I've, I've been in I was in Tampa during two Super Bowls. Uh, you know I've been to another one in Minneapolis. I know what it means to a city you know to to have that to have that kind of an event centered. But the thing you have to remember is even if a roof is part of this, it's not a guarantee. That's not, no. not going to convince the NFL. Ah, well, Kansas City is obviously the place we need to have this. Now, given recent history, though, with the World Cup, with the draft, with everything else that has happened here, I think it would be a pretty easy case to make.
3: I am conflicted because all of this is one big vote on April 2nd. Mm-hmm. And the more that we talk about the changes that would come to the crossroads by Kauffman Stadium moving there instead of the East Village – the more I am not in favor of extending the tax if it means that location for the stadium, but some renovations to Arrowhead would be neat, right? Sure. That would be cool. Yay for that. Um, there, so what they're hoping for, I assume is that even if you're against moving Kauffman stadium, you're more in favor of getting those fixes those renovations to Arrowhead right see how
4: complicated this is (laughs) right back to why I'm I'm interested to see who ends up taking the lead on this because at this point it seems to be the Chiefs
3: so what renovations do you want somebody said Clark Hunt said he doesn't want um a roof yeah I thought I heard him say that also um and and fine somebody said New Jersey got the Super Bowl a few years ago with no roof
4: that was uh, that was a direct result of September 11th okay, that was a it. recovery effort uh, by the NFL. That was a, a bone that was thrown to New York or the Meadowlands, New Jersey after September eleventh.
3: John, um can you tell me like what kind of options are would, would be included? what What kinds of renovations would they be considering? Oh, wow. Uh,
4: just to throw some ideas out. Yeah, that could go absolutely any direction. So what, you know, like I said, i'm I want to know how many seats are going to be gained or lost? By these renovations and how many luxury boxes are we talking about putting in? Because those are things that most of us will never have any direct connection with. You know what I mean? That's, right. that's a very small number of people that are affected by that. But uh, I, I think other things, updated concessions, more concessions, uh, you know, the, the possibility of things around it. And this is what I think if you look long-term um, to – to, to Kauffman Stadium not being there, not being on that property anymore, it opens up a lot of space for you to do interesting things with. Is there going to be a practice facility on site? And if so, mm-hmm. what's that going to mean to St. Joe? Is there going to be added green space and you know the potential to put in Um, we've talked before about the NFL experience at the Super Bowl and the the kinds of activities that they have, football-related activities. Are are they going to add more of that on a permanent basis so that you can have a place to go and play while you're tailgating five or six hours before a Chiefs game starts? Um, So, yeah, I don't know how much of it is going to be to the stadium itself and how much is going to be the area directly around it to things that they're going to build that you and I would be able to benefit from.
3: Somebody just asked, didn't they recently renovate Arrowhead?
4: It's been recently. Yeah, it's been a fair few years. I I I know that there had been a renovation, but I want to say that's twenty years ago. Not since I've
3: lived here, and I've been here since I can't remember if it was twenty oh seven or twenty oh eight. Not since I've been here. Right after I got here, they renovated Kauffman, or right around that time they renovated Kauffman because yeah, it was after I got here because I remember when I first came to town, you could get standing room only tickets at Kauffman Stadium for seven dollars.
4: It was two thousand seven.
3: Oh wow. Okay, so it was right. Okay, right before I, you got here. Was, so yes, yeah,
4: fifteen years ago.
3: Okay. Um. Listen, renovations don't last forever. Make no mistake. At some point, we will be talking about a new Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. Just like they're talking about a new Kauffman Stadium.
4: Right. And they don't last forever. That's the thing. Um. Of the stadiums in the NFL that, that were around or built right around the same time as Arrowhead, most of them are already gone. Okay. Now. That's interesting. That said, though. There is there's a proviso to that, because the ones that are gone largely are the the so-called cookie cutter stadiums, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, the vet in Philadelphia. They were the ones that were the dual use facilities that from the outside, they were perfectly round, which is why they got that moniker cookie cutter. Um, And there there were several others. I'm trying to remember where the other ones were. But uh, those didn't tend to last all that long. And they're all gone.
3: I don't know what the timing is. We don't know what renovations are going to do. I don't know how long in the future. Um, let's do math. So it's an extension. When would we be talking again about a lease being up? You 20, know what I mean? If 20, they're up in 2031.
4: 30. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it would, de- it would depend on how long of a lease they sign. So And how
3: long that tax goes. Mm-hmm. So at some point, we're going to be talking about a new Arrowhead. Probably not for a couple of decades. At some point, we will be. Right. What do you want to see?
4: Get in here. Let's go to Dan at Lee's summit and see what he's thinking about. Hey, Dan.
5: Hi, guys. Um, one of the things is that the uh, renovation finished in 2010, uh, and that was the grand opening with uh, a lot of additions to the club level, the concourses, the penthouse.
4: And, and and by the way, during during that one, let me interrupt you for a second. Did we not lose regular seats to the luxury boxes when they did that?
5: No, not really. A few. Yeah, I thought there were a few that that were gone. They added a few boxes and took some seats out on the level. We're still one of the biggest stadiums in the the NFL, 74,000, 76,000 seats. Uh, There is a great practice facility that's basically on site over at the headquarters. They go to St. Joe's so that they can sequester the team. And they can't run off at night. They're staying
4: in the door. <laughs> they can't, can't run, run off at night. <laughs> that, okay.
5: That's why that happens. It's not because they don't have it, but they have a great practice facility.
4: Gotcha. All right.
5: And um, I would like to see that, that boat split because I'm not a big baseball fan, so wherever that goes, okay. But. Arrowhead needs to stay at Arrowhead.
4: What would you if you go fairly frequently? What would you like to see there that isn't there now?
5: Um, <laughs>
4: right? Yeah, you I know.
5: know uh, I, I'm 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 fairly happy with it. I'd like it to be a little easier to get in, but that's that's the the situation we live in now. Um,
4: well, that can also be
5: changed. True, but yeah. uh, we moved to the club level for ADA reason. And, uh, we're really pretty happy there. Good. Uh, what I don't want is I can't stand any more price increase.
4: You got it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'd, I'd love to tell I you I that that's me. not coming, Dan, but
5: <laughs> I, I know I I'm right at the edge and it's like, please don't do this to me. <laughs>
4: I hear you brother. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you posted on what comes out of the, uh, of the presser.
3: Guarantee you that's not coming out of the press. Yeah, no, Guarantee. And
4: we're lowering ticket prices. No, 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 don't expect to hear that today.
3: $20 parking now at
4: <laughs> No, but, you know, what he was saying about ingress and egress, that's also not a half bad place to go spending some money uh-huh. is improved. I mean, put more driveways in, put more yeah. points of access into that area so that before and after games, it's not such a struggle for everybody.
3: Can I ask a dumb question? How difficult would it be? to add, it's at what, 80,000
4: is what it seats right now? Something is somewhere between 76 and 80,000, yeah.
3: How difficult would it be to renovate Arrowhead so it can seat 100,000?
4: Oh, I, yeah. You're talking about adding a lot of concrete to the upper edges up? of it. Yeah, but and that's what that's what happens as it goes up. I, I'm I'm not an architect, <laughs> so but yeah, I, I would assume either that or start closing in. You, you'd change the character of the place, though. I mean, yeah. if you took the scoreboards down and yeah. and sort of filled that in with seats, that area, and then put scoreboards on top of it, it wouldn't look the same. It wouldn't have the same, you know, the, the same character. It just yeah, it would be different.
3: Let me ask another dumb question. As you play amateur architect to all my questions here about that, how um, I'm thinking about the length of time that exists between seasons in which to get renovations done. Mm-hmm. Like, how extensive can renovations be and still get them done between February and August?
4: Oh yeah, um, yeah. That that's going to be a real struggle. I guess the question is, can you do renovations? That, that you can stop for a while while right. the season is going on and right. still not cost anybody seats because right. that's going to be the biggest part of that is, OK, you, you can close off a section, but you close off a section of seats that are sold. Those people mm-hmm. are not going to be real fond of you.
3: Right. And so can you do them during the away game weeks? Can you pick it back up during the weeks where the stadium's not being wow. used?
4: well, uh, you better stay right on schedule if you do that.
3: This is me not knowing anything about stadium renovation, if yeah. you can tell. Uh we need to get to a break. Len everybody else hang on hold. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. Phone over here, 913-5867-798. Uh, it is 24 hours from now. We will know more about what Arrowhead Stadium and Chiefs leaders plan to do with Arrowhead Stadium if that three eight cent sales tax passes in what, five, six weeks from now?
4: Something like that, yeah. April second, April second, yeah. Uh, so we'll go back to the phones if you want to jump in nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight to Lenexa. Hello, Lynn.
6: Hi. Can you hear me?
4: Can you hear you fine. What's on your mind?
6: So anyway, I love you guys. I love show. We love you so Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, and I'm from Green Bay. In fact, I was telling um, your screener that I my dad used to play for the Packers. I'm a
4: huge fan. <laughs> He's still very excited, by the way. He's, I can see him beaming over on the other side of the glass.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're uh, compatriots, uh, you know, fellow fellow Packer fans. But anyway, um, you wait, guys, I, every time this topic comes up, I feel like I need to have <laughs> get a hold of somebody and say, you guys need to Google Titletown um, because what they have done. To Lambeau Field in the last few years is just nothing but amazing Um, and talk about an experience it's like a, a year round experience Um, when you walk into the stadium now there's like a huge atrium like a two three four story atrium I can't remember yeah and people use it people go in there and get married like it's that kind of a space right people get married at Lambeau Field it's so cool right and then there's Restaurants that are open year-round, so you can go go to Lambeau Field during off-season, tour the stadium, go have go have lunch at Fuzzy's, Fuzzy Thurston's restaurant, um, go through the Hall of Fame, right, and and stuff like that. And right now, during this time of year, they have an ice skating rink, they have a tu- a big tubing hill, and then they have all kinds of events. Like if you go to Town, if you Google that and go to Town, there's literally events every day. Yoga, they have because they've got so many, I don't know if they're, they've got meeting rooms and that sort of thing. I don't know if if Arrowhead has that now, but where people, they're having like yoga classes and they're having, you know, fireside drinks and they're having, I mean, it's just, it's so well thought out and it's sponsored by big, huge, really, really nice hotels right around. So you can just walk over to the stadium and, and go have dinner. Right. Lynn, can I ask you a question?
3: that comes up a lot then
6: how's parking parking um, is not as good as it used to be
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah see and and that's that's exactly the kind of thing that I was talking about is that you know when they start talking about renovations like that I want to know what they're going to put around the stadium and you're right I mean that idea of making it a facility that can be in use all year and having yeah. things there that will draw people there every single day would not be a bad idea. Uh, and we've been trying to figure out a way for the stadiums in their current location to benefit the area around them since they were built and, and it just right. hasn't happened. I know. So maybe I, I that's part of what so we'll get hard. that done. Yeah. Okay.
6: I just clicked on parking and it's been a while since I've been there, but they did build a ramp nearby. Um, parking has always been sort of a challenge in that area because literally Lambeau field is in the middle of a neighborhood, (laughs) right? Yeah. It's, it's cute actually, you know, like people tailgate in people's yards and Mm -hmm. that's, you know, they make money that way. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like I don't know how many other stadiums around the country have done something like this. So you've probably heard of Kohler, right? Kohler faucets. Sure. Kohler was one of the big sponsors of this, huge renovation so i think kohler literally built the hotel right and some of that stuff around it yeah but um and that's what Tidal town is really it's right across the street from Lambo, but you know a lot of it's in Lambo also so it's they use it year-round and if you go to green bay there's not a lot to do in green bay besides that anyway <laughs> it's but. not a big place right <laughs> If you go to Green Bay, you go to Lambeau, and you go to Titletown, no matter what time of year it is and whether it's during the season or not.
4: Got it. Um, well, Linda, so, some awesome ideas. Thank you. And yeah, We'll we'll look more into that. I've never been, but have always wanted to make the trek up there.
6: Well, it need, yeah, it needs to go into your bucket list. Sure.
4: <laughs> you got it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, and by the way, a translation from Wisconsin to English, parking ramp, that's a garage. Oh, I didn't know, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, they also call water fountains bubblers. Isn't that also an Aussie thing? Is it, don't, I don't Australians know. also call
3: water fountains bubblers? I, I think I, I'm right.
4: I, I, I'm sure you probably are, but I know it's yeah. it's a very Wisconsin thing too.
3: Again, I hate to make parking the issue, but they are not planning on building more parking with this. In fact, there was a story in the Star over the weekend arguing that the number of spots that exist currently in downtown is more than enough.
4: sorry what um i i I, um
3: okay we'll see okay there must be algebra somewhere that shows how many night games or how many day games they're going to have versus the nights that t-mobile center is going to have a concert versus the nights that kaufman center is going to have a concert Okay.
4: maybe it just means that they're dedicated to crappy baseball for the next 30 years so that they won't draw anybody down there to watch the games. I mean, well, you
3: you just hit a nerve with a lot of people right there. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's that's
3: what everybody's going to go off on now. Getting a little sick of it, you know. Uh, All right. We have to get to a break. Norm, hang on the line here. We'll get to more of your calls next again on KMBZ.
1: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: All right, coming up on April 2nd is the vote for those that live in Jackson County for the extension of the 3 cent cent sales tax. One part of that is the move of Kauffman Stadium, currently planned to go in the Crossroads District, and... Renovation of Arrowhead Stadium. Tomorrow at 10, they are playing a news conference to tell us what that renovation will look
4: like. So, what do you want to see out of the whole thing? We'll find out from Norm and Liberty. Hello, Norm. Hello. Uh, you know, I, I have uh, talked to a
7: lot of people, and a lot of people don't like the stadium being moved downtown. But at what they should have done was they should have voted on these stadiums separately because. Come uh, time to vote, and they vote no, uh, Arrowhead uh, loses. Right. You know, it makes more sense if you would have voted separately.
4: It makes more sense for the teams to put them together, though, because they want a yes.
7: Well, you grant you they want a yes. Arrowhead definitely is going to get a yes, but I think that ballpark is going to get a no. No. And then Arrowhead's gonna lose out
3: Um So again, the vote is complicated. Um uh, yes it shouldn't because, have been. Well but it 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 has to be. It's the way they convince you to vote yes. It's well, exactly it's, the city the city did it. And it.
7: the city, that did it is, the oh, city
4: has wrong. the city has nothing to do with it, Norman. It's a
7: county thing. Oh okay. The county the county did it. But, but this but is the way totally they get wrong. you to – this is the way
3: – if you don't you want the stadium, why don't you just finish? You Go understand
7: ahead. that they always throw other things in instead of voting
3: on one thing at a time. Welcome to politics, and that, man. And that's This wrong. is what politics it's totally is. It's totally, it's totally wrong.
4: But that's but it's how it, – it's the way it is now, Norm. I mean, when the three-eighths 3.8 sales tax was passed the first time, it was for both teams.
7: Exactly, and it was fine. But you, now you're wanting to take
4: one out of the other. Well, why was that fine, and this isn't?
7: Because it, where the stadiums are at that time are perfect. But now you're saying <laughs> okay. now. But now you're saying uh, the uh, ballpark has to go downtown.
4: You know, somebody's got to lose. Why does somebody have to lose?
7: Well, I if think. There's a uh, an empty lot on the other side of the uh, police station
4: where they could have built the uh, ballpark instead of. Uh, I, that I understand. I, I understand you don't like where they're putting it. I, I get that, Norm. But you, it's the team's business where they do business. So, right. and and it's the taxpayers that have to vote on this. Right.
3: But the taxpayer right. money doesn't account for the entire cost of what's going to happen, and so. so if the vote fails, let me just take through people for a second. Um, if this vote fails in a year, it can go back on the ballot. Now, renovation to Arrowhead, that's not as much of a clock. That can wait. They, they can hold off on that and figure that out. But the leases are up. Is it 2030, John, or 2031? I can never remember. I can
4: never remember either. I thought it was okay. 2030, but it could easily be 2031.
3: Okay, so they got to get moving on a move of the stadiums. So if this doesn't pass on April 2nd, one of two things is going to happen. In the interim, you got to wait a year before you can put it on the ballot again. So in the meantime, two things are going to happen. Maybe
4: you were right. One by is, the way. it's 31. Sorry.
3: Is it 31? Okay. Um, Kansas governor uh, is going to come calling saying, hey, we got room over on the Kansas side to put, uh, exactly. to put that stadium. Or
7: exactly.
3: it's going to end up going to a place like Nashville. The, the Royals are going to end up going to a place like Nashville or Austin or Charlotte or something like that. The other thing that could happen is John Sherman could say, we're going to do this without any public financing and then look out because then they can do absolutely whatever they want.
4: Right. So I, I understand the frustration, Norm, but, yeah, I mean, you, you have to understand that what the teams both want and what the county wants is for both teams to stay in Jackson County. And the best shot they have at getting that done is getting this three eight cents sales tax extended for 40 years. That's the beginning, middle, and end of the story as far as all three of the major entities involved in this conversation go. The county doesn't want either team to leave. They make a lot of money from having those teams in town and, and in the county, in Jackson County. So it's in the county's interest to put them together because you're more likely to vote yes. They'll, they'll have more people vote yes that way than they would otherwise if they separated them. And it's in the team's best interest because the The Chiefs want that property all to themselves. There's a lot they can do if Kaufman isn't there. And the Royals obviously want to move to where they want to move in the old Casey Star site downtown. So all three of them are looking this at this and saying, "What's our best shot at getting this done?" And this is what they decided on. So it shouldn't be uh, it really doesn't mean anything because all three major entities that are involved in this want it that way. So just, you know, perhaps lost him. Yeah, I I think he's gone. But I think that's that's the way that's all going to shake out. Um,
3: Someone said another option is the Royals move to another city and the Chiefs move to the Legends
4: area. I would say that's the least likely, but certainly possible. Yeah.
3: My gut says very least likely, least likely by a lot for that combination
4: to happen. But who knows? Yeah. And this is what happens. I mean, this is why that vote in April is so important. And I mean, we I don't want to make it sound like we're cheerleading for the vote. I'm just trying to put this in perspective and say, this is why it's happening the way it's happening. As far as I mean, I don't live in Jackson County. I don't have a dog in this fight. I mean, I would like to see the teams stay in Jackson County, which works against my interest because I live in Johnson County. It'd be great to have them at the Legends; they'd be 15 minutes mm-hmm. away instead of a half an hour away. But I, I, you know, I I would love to see both teams stay in Jackson County, and this seems like the most likely path to get that done. Jamie, you've expressed some reservations about this too but yeah. but it you know there is no perfect scenario here there's nothing that's going to satisfy everybody and make everybody happy i i think that's probably the best point of all is that
3: i would love to see kaufman stadium move downtown i just i think that's cool i think it's it's where the restaurants are it's where you already have a lot of that stuff i think it'll be neat um i i don't mind walking half a mile to get to the stadium but I think not building any parking doesn't make sense. I like East Village, like a lot of people do. I also understand why they're looking. I, I, I don't like it, but I get it. Because the Crossroads already has a lot of those restaurants and stuff right there. Where the and East, if you put it in the yeah. East Village, there's empty space there. It's there's it's a lot of cruddy
4: looking. You yeah. know, there's, there's not a lot of real nice around there. There's the government buildings, and then that's about it.
3: Yeah, so this time tomorrow, the Royal... Um, uh, Arrowhead will tell us exactly what they're going to do with it. I don't know what happens with, um, if the vote doesn't pass, maybe they'll address this tomorrow. I don't know what the Chiefs end up doing about Arrowhead. I, they can wait a year before they get a yes. Sure. A lot can happen in that year.
4: And what they can do in that year is start taking phone calls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. line up every option you can so that you know what you you have to deal with in any given scenario. Yes.
3: So we'll find out tomorrow exactly what they uh, have plans for. And maybe my needle will move then on the vote. Hopefully a lot. Those of you that don't like those of you that are voting. No. Also, they're hoping we'll move uh, also. All right. Let's move on here and talk about the story um, out of KCK about Roger something, something, something. whose (laughs) last name I never get right.
4: It's Galubsky. Oh, this guy. Yeah, uh, if, if, if you don't remember the story, he was arrested on my birthday, oddly enough. a Nice little present from KCK or from the feds uh, in 2022. So September 15th, 2022, he was arrested and charged with myriad crimes after a fairly lengthy career as a police officer in KCK. And they included sex trafficking, uh, running a prostitution ring. I mean, it, it, it just went on and on and on. He has not gone to trial for that. He will eventually, although good Lord, when? I, pff, it's only been a year and a half. So uh, while he's awaiting trial, he was granted pretrial release with a bunch of conditions. And those conditions effectively made it house arrest, although it wasn't technically that. So he still needed to move back and forth to uh, doctor's appointments and things like that. Still needed to move back and forth to court appointments uh, and that sort of thing. But that was it. And those were the only things that he was allowed to do outside his own house. Well, on the 23rd of January, somebody saw him and took pictures and video standing in line at Culver's in KCK, waiting for a burger or whatever. And so now the prosecutors in that case are going back to the judge and saying he violated his pretrial release. We want him now, arrested and either placed, uh, you know, in custody, which is not likely, or on actual house arrest where you don't go anywhere until trial. This guy cannot keep himself out of trouble. What a dummy. I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. But
3: he's one of those people, like, even I know his face. Most of us, if you follow <laughs> yes. the news, know his face. Right. I don't spend a lot of time in KCK, but I'd probably recognize him, especially if I lived in KCK and the story had been such a big deal there for so long.
4: What are you doing? Not, and not only that, even the excuse that they use, the excuse was fantastic. So he was on his way back, I believe, from a medical appointment. He has diabetes. So uh, whether it was that or a trial thing, either way, he was on his way home from somewhere that he was allowed to go. But the deal was when you go there, you go there straight there, don't stop, and you go straight home and don't stop. And uh, the woman who was with him said that they stopped at Culver's because he was his blood sugar dropped because he has diabetes, so they had to get him something, you know. But the excuse makes no sense, even if that was the case sit in the car, or go right. through the drive through Right, go through the drive, yeah. And and get what you're going to get and go home. You don't get out of the car and walk in anywhere when you know darn well you're not supposed to do that.
3: And he must have thought that was a medical reason, and so it wouldn't <laughs> matter.
4: Yeah. I, but uh, is it that, though, or is it just you know, again, narcissistic personality disorder of, I, you can't tell me what to do. I'll go into Culver's if I want to. And coming from somebody who's accused of the kind of, now he's not guilty yet, and he may never be. I don't know. He hasn't seen trial yet. But with the allegations against him and the serious nature of it, it, it what I think this has the potential to show the courts is that he's still not taking it seriously.
3: Yeah. And um, I think it's funny that the probation officer... Um, Fox four put it, the probation officer stated apparently inaccurately, or you could say the probation officer lied, um, that he was in compliance with the terms and conditions of his release. Court documents say when the government followed up with the probation officer last week, she wrote, yes, in fact, although he had the okay to go to the doctor's office, he did not have pre pre pre-approval to go to Culver's.
4: Yeah. So there you have it. I mean, he, he, he knew. And that's the thing. This is not a mystery. When judges issue an order like that and they tell you, don't stop, go straight there, go straight home, don't stop. They're not kidding. Right. And they're not the f- they're, they're not unclear. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and, and they're 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 never, you know, uh, they don't issue orders like that in a way that is uh is unclear or cloudy in some they look you straight in the eye and say, do this this way and don't deviate from it. And he deviated from it, and that's a really dumb thing to do.
3: Okay, do we know when he's back in court or the next time they're gonna no, talk about that? I, w-
4: I was I was trying to look that up this morning and see when he, you know, if they were even had jury selection uh scheduled yet, and I couldn't find anything. Uh if anybody knows, then by all means hit us up on the text line, 913-586-7798 but i i haven't seen anything scheduled for him yet all right so we'll definitely follow it and the dude needs to stay at home just just just
3: uber eats your culvers (laughs) instead of like everybody like everybody else does instead of who goes into culvers right it's a nice place who goes in um all right we'll take a break coming up to wrap the hour we have an update on that really big bakery order that tesla ordered and then canceled remember how elon musk said he was gonna make it good uh okay he 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 made some effort i guess uh we'll get to that coming up here on kmbz 913-586-7798
0: 7,
3: 7, if you want to get in here um all right we talked yesterday about tesla about the fact that there was a bakery in san jose that um got the big order for four thousand. Mini pies that they were going to use for some kind of event. $16,000 is what that was going to cost. Tesla uh, allegedly it was upper management that very close to needing this order canceled it. And this bakery hired, brought in extra staff and brought in extra ingredients and canceled other orders they had to be able to accommodate this. People were not happy about
4: it. No. Yeah, especially considering the fact that they initially ordered 2000 and then upped it to 4000 and then canceled the whole order after they already made everything or at least made the purchases to do this. And there was a, a community effort to raise money to make it right for the, for the bakery and all of this, and that's wonderful. But everybody started looking at Tesla and saying, wait a minute, you guys really, really, you know, did them wrong. What are you going to do about this? And Elon Musk tweeted something to the effect of, I'm just hearing about this now. We'll make it good. Well, yeah. Uh, in his world, making it good after you cancel a $16,000 order and leave a company, a small business like this, twisting in the wind, is write him a check for two grand and call it even.
3: Isn't he one of the richest men in the world? I think so. Yeah. I um, don't know where he ranks. Fifth? Sixth? I I, I don't know where exact. First?
4: I don't know. I'm, but he's really high on the list. I'm going to reach into... I have a dime in my pocket that probably means more to me than $16,000 <laughs> $16, means to Elon Musk.
3: At the very least, if they're not going to pay her for the full sixteen grand, give her all of her costs back. Yeah. Give her the money for everything she ordered. Give her the money for any orders she canceled and for any labor she put in. So if that's ten grand or whatever it is give her back everything she lost
4: easily. I mean, and that would be the decent thing to do, but we're talking about Elon Musk and there is nothing decent about that human being at all.
3: Um, who is writing about this? Uh, now the only good thing, God, these pies are cute. Did you see the picture of these pies? <laughs> no, I didn't. They're little hearts. Oh, they're little, like, these are really pretty and take some work.
4: And that's the um, thing, she had to pay overtime to her uh, yeah. to people that were working for her because they were working around the clock to try to get this order filled. By the way, Colin uh, did the legwork on us and said that uh, Elon Musk is now second in the world with $204.5 billion of net worth.
3: Okay. Who's number one? Who is this? Uh,
4: uh, Bernard Arnault. I've Sounds never like a heard car. of him. Yeah, I have no idea. Is that a car family? I have no idea. It lists Fact. their source of wealth is LVMH.
2: I don't help know me. what that means. <laughs> but they have two hundred and twenty-eight point five <laughs> billion. Las Vegas dollars.
4: Municipal Hospital. Oh, uh, LVMH is uh, oh Louis Vuitton. Okay, that's oh, where the L, that's where the okay. L V comes in. Yeah, they're uh, okay. multinational uh, luxury goods headquartered in Paris, which is why we don't two hundred and know twenty-eight billion dollars. That's a lot of purses.
3: So giving pies is this company they have now seen a huge jump in business because of the attention about mm-hmm. this and she's going to make more than $16,000 over the jump in business because of the way that they treated her give her the 16 grand back
4: you know uh, how how is anybody ever going to trust another order from Tesla
3: Uh, You're not you're going to they're going to start writing contracts that say you got to pay us up front.
4: Yes, because anybody who said, well, you know, Tesla called and they said they want to rent our event space for a big meeting among the mucky mucks. Uh, No, no, I'm not taking that. No, because they won't show up. Yeah, you have to pay up front. Now, we'll give it back to you
3: in segments, maybe if you cancel, but you got to pay the whole thing up front. I mean, restaurants do it. Mm -hmm. Restaurants that are hard to get into. You got to pay that whole thing on a credit card when you book. Yes,
4: for that exact reason. So yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, how much more face can that company lose? You know, and not care. Yeah, and and they obviously don't yeah. because I mean that's a nothing offer. Two grand? Come on. Yeah.
3: All right. Let's talk about this band. Do we have time to do this? Do we need more time to do this? this I band love this out of Nashville. Story. Yeah,
4: I, I can get through this quick. This is okay. uh, this is a hardcore speed metal band called La Llorona, which means uh, the Weeping Woman. Weird name for a band. That's all men, by the way. Uh, and there is a the most bizarre story. They fired their lead singer, a guy named Diego, because they figured out that he was slipping um, estrogen to one of the other band members. Dosing him with estrogen. Again, now, these are all men. Yeah, and and you might ask yourself, why would you do that to a band member? Well, yeah, uh, you see, he was trying to make this band member, who goes by the name Six, more effeminate and uh, and and effect a transition on him so that he he Diego, the guy that they accused of doing this, would be able to steal his girlfriend.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, what oh are you my God. doing?
4: Uh, yeah, they said, We have decided to part ways with our vocalist, Diego, due to admission of very disturbing and concerning behavior. Yeah, he was trying to steal, I guess it was the bass player. He was trying to steal his bassist girlfriend by turning him into a woman by dosing him with estrogen.
3: How did he figure it out?
4: Do uh, you know, they didn't say. Uh, they, they said, as for his response, it cannot be further from the truth on the supplement side of things. Yeah, he he said that he was giving the guy supplements to try to bulk him up when he was actually doing the exact opposite. <laughs> uh, he said he has easy access to steroids and hormones because of his gym practices, and now six is going to see an endocrinologist to try to rebalance his hormones. Bands are wow. weird, man. <laughs> That's, yes,
3: Don't that, there's, the band. there's a word for that. Yes, that that takes a lot of thinking right there. All right, coming up in the next hour, uh, at what point do you feel like you're paying so much for a service that there's no need to tip? A woman says she found that point for her. We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ.